the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty So nil, it's like hot one no self-connection. Welcome back to this week in the NFL. Again, it's not Cowboy. It's not Senior. It's Ryan Gray with Johnny D. D'Amato. What's up, buddy? Ryan, Ryan. thanks for thanks for coming back uh, for a second day. I, I appreciate it. So you did a, you did a stunning job. Very proud of you. Yeah, well, you picked up the tab, and I got a little lucky this weekend, so I'm back for round two with D'Amato. Nah, it's not luck, man. It's, uh, you made some, um, you know, just like me. You hit on some picks, and uh, some didn't. And uh, we're just like the, uh, we're just like the, the so-called experts. I get paid uh, millions of dollars on TV. You win some, you lose. If you, if you're at fifty-six percent, you win a little money with the vig, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Demata, you ready to get a, just get into it? Homer stretch, dude. It's been twenty-four hours almost. And your Giants took the L to the Cowboys. How you feeling? You you, you weren't optimistic, but you know, thirteen thirteen, you got to be feeling good. Uh, thirteen. How about a thirteen six? Uh, feeling very yeah. good. Uh, yeah. uh, crowd, Saquon uh, hit one. The crowd was rocking. But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a subdued uh, Homer uh, segment this week. Uh, very uh, after that, it was uh, it was very downhill. A lot of uh, Giant fans today uh, upset stomachs from eating a lot of humble pie because even though the game was close and, and very competitive, uh, you know, the Giants gave a great effort. You got to appreciate that. But you see the the talent difference and, uh, and, and the drafting over the last five, uh, five, 10 years is, is really uh, as, as much as, uh, you know, pe- people, you know, Cowboy fans get on uh, Jerry Jones uh, because his teams don't win the big one, but you see all the talent who uh, I guess his kid is, is, is really doing a great job drafting the, the they, they lose Smith that tackle and they, plug in another Smith that first round and he plays great uh, you know you know rushed in and get sacked all game you see stuff like that yeah and you see what's really devastating as a, as a giant fan is in the fourth quarter they just run it right up the middle uh, the the off the old line dominated our D line and uh, and their D line dominated our, our old line all you saw all, all day was uh, was Wilson Parsons and and Dem- Demarcus Lawrence uh, just uh, just rolling through uh, you know you know our, our big first round draft pick Evan Neal uh, Friggin' turnstile, but but you know he, he gets a pass. It's uh, you know rook, rookie he is. It's tough on the offensive lineman. Thomas was horrible his first year, and uh, and now he's picking up as one of the top linemen. So it, it, it's it's just rough to look at because when, when you see your, your rivals are way ahead of you in the in, in the talent department, and uh, so it's it's definitely uh, like we said, it's going to be one of those uh, split divisions this year where it's uh, Cowboys and Eagles way up here, and Giants and Commanders way down here, and. Um, the boys got some work to do because, uh, you know, uh, Shane and uh, and the bull, they, they could blame, uh, you know, Gettleman's horrific, uh, you know, uh, picks of of uh, of Kaderis Tony who can doesn't stand the field. You know, he's he's in the he's in the hip hop booth making another record and you know more time in there than on the field and you know signing Galladay which destroyed the captain. You know, you can say all that, but 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 so far they're they're uh, top two picks. Uh, you know, Thibodeau's only 
you know, only played one game, still too early to judge. And Evan Neal, of course, a little rusty. And also their uh, their second round pick, they picked, uh, you know, some Hornswoggle uh, wide receiver, uh, Robinson, who, uh, you know, took his first hit and, uh, you know, probably be out for the year or something. So that that, that looks like a, a Buster Rooney. So uh, still skeptical. Uh, they, they, uh, they're a couple plays from being 0-3. Uh, they, they probably should be like, you know, maybe 1-2. and two, But uh, so fortunate to be 2-1. Well, it felt like a ticking time bomb there, John, where we just wound you up a little bit there and just went off. Oh, are you ready for that or what? Holy shit. Hey, we we picked I, the Bears, right? We, I, we I called it. I called it, but uh, still, just to, to see the way it happened, uh, it, was, uh, it was a little rough. All right, so we pick on the Bears a little bit here, right? So let's just play a little Giant Bears what if here, right? 2021 comes, phone rings. Hey, I want to move up. First round this year, first round next year, and like a second or whatever for Justin Fields. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, we got Daniel Jones, no problem. All right, let's get the deal done. But hey, we, you know, scenario B. Yeah. Oh, we missed the call, call waiting, or boom, we just write Mark, oh, we just write Parsons down on the card and send it in. Because it went Justin Fields and Micah Parsons right in that draft. And that's going to be a kick right in the dick, huh? Uh, Ted. That was Gettleman's uh, last uh, FU, uh, Boston-born uh, David Gettleman. Uh, that was his last FU to the Giants taking uh, Tony over uh, the next LT, Michael Parsons. Uh, yeah. that, that was just disgusting. But, uh, well, yeah, speaking about the fields, I mean, we uh, the Giants got the uh, extra pick. Uh, so, you know, they were able to turn it. We'll see how Neil and Thibodeau it turns out. They did make that deal with the Bears, and, you know, yeah. the Bears traded up to get fields. And, and now – you know, the Bears have new new management, and anytime uh, like a new GM and coach, it's the most imp- important position in football. You want your guy there as quarterback, so Fields has to play like like extra extra good. Otherwise, they'll be moving on from him. And uh, it's the same thing with the Giants. I, I mean, Jones, it's a it's a ninety ninety five percent chance that he's a dunzo. He would have to, although he's played very effective. He cut down on the turnovers. He was getting swamped last night, and then. And still only had that one, you know, desperation turnover at the end where the, the receiver fell. But 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 you know that uh, the Dave's and uh, Shane they want to go with their own guy because uh, if you get the if you get the keys to to run the business, uh, it's the most important position in football. You you want your guy as quarterback. So they they're gonna want to they're gonna want to take uh, somebody in that in that first round next year. And also because uh, you want you want that four years where the quarterback doesn't make that big money. So mm-hmm. to keep. Uh, maybe there's a, the, if Jones like like keeps you know is effective and leads them to a, a nine and eight ten seven there's a slight possibility they may do the cousins where they string them along for for another year but it, it won't be no uh, no long term for for Jones and, and and I would say yeah it's definitely not ninety percent that uh, that he's done so next year so they're just gonna scrape by with, with what they got this year. Yeah, he's all right. Like Jones is all right. I like he's not as good as Mac, so to speak. But he's like he's not like Mitch. I don't know. He's okay. He can make plays, but then again, he he's kind of a wild card in a way too. You know. But, yeah. Uh, we're skate we're skating around it. We're dancing around it. The other side of Homer Homer Alley over here. Uh, <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. Uh, you know, I, I'm for this Homer Alley. I, I'm gonna let Roger come back and fill these shoes because I'm over and I'm done with them. Uh, the offense wow. did the offense looked a little better, but at the end of the day, they're just fucking boring. They're light, <laughs> they're soft. They're there. There's no electricity. Uh, Mac, you know, it, it, you gotta get you gotta put something around them if you're gonna maximize what you know what minor mid. Let's just it, let's steal a phrase from MJF mid potential he has. 
Um, he just looks so soft hobbling down those stairs with his high ankle sprain. And now it comes out that it's a tendon, maybe. Uh, I get it. But it's just like, the, like, where's the grizz? Where's the dejection of, oh, I'm going to be out instead of the, the fear and the, uh, oh, the dramatic, like, ah, like, the, like, where's your grip, bro? Come on, man. Just like sack up. I'm not saying sack up and play, but sack up and, and, and acknowledge that you're a football player. You don't have, you know, you don't look like some whatever, you know, fill in the blank, D'Amato. I'm sure you, you're much better at that than me with the disses. But uh, I don't know. They looked okay. They looked a little more organized this week. But at the end of the day, they don't have the talent to, on the offensive, offensive side of the ball to keep up with, with Lamar. Our defense ain't bad, but you ain't going to slow down Lamar all game. That dude's an MVP candidate. Andrews is an absolute beast. You got to throw bodies at him in any on any seam route, any alley, any anything. He's he's that guy's a beast. We don't have the bodies to throw at him. And if we throw in the bodies at him, we're taking away from somewhere else and other lanes. Running lanes are opening or flats and whatever are open. Hooks to curls, whatever. So they don't have a lot. You know, we're pretty good on defense. I would trust our scheme and I would trust our players with you know against a lot of offenses. But Baltimore is just not a good fit and. We can't scheme up 40 against those guys. We maxed out at, what, 30, 31, whatever we got against them was our max. And now we're looking at Brian Hoyerland, and, you know, uh, I'm all set with that. We, we were a boring team, and now with Brian Hoyer, we're going to be even more boring. I'm going to look at Ken Dorsey at the end of every game. So, uh, you know, a lot more red zone for me and a lot less laptop action for me as the Pats were playing on the laptop and the red zone on the big screen. So, uh, I don't know, man, if, if, if it was uh, – Suck for luck or tank for Tua. I think that's kind of what we might want to look into. <laughs> uh, I'm a little disappointed in your analysis. I expect that from Roger, the Mr. Uh, the the fantasy king, uh, who's focusing on the offense too much. I mean, if if I had told if you had told me uh, before Sunday that the Pats are going to put up 26, I think you'd have a great chance of winning. Uh, yeah. A little, uh, a little disappointed that that the the Rams put 37. Uh, on them and with over over 400 yards you know Mac uh, had some turnovers you know it's we lost the ball uh, three times but it's just nah bill always uh, would have something for lamar or at least a, a, i know but we don't, have the, we don't have the depth on the defensive side of the ball to, to throw at him you know what i mean we'd have to throw two bodies at him we gotta throw two at we got to throw two bodies at Andrews, and we just don't have the depth to do to win one-on-one matchups and they're not even that good and they'll beat us up up front a little bit too but from from what I've seen, uh, Mac was was hanging in there. I, 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 the stats don't look good, you know, the zero zero tubs and uh, and three picks. But you know, those came towards the end to his desperation. I, but but he was keeping him in the game, and you know, with your uh, retread uh, receivers. Uh, so uh, I see it. I see it as more defense. I I think you could you could win with Mac if everything else was solid. Uh, you know, uh, you fell behind, so the 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 Pats fell behind, so the running game was was kind of taken out, but. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't give up on Mac. I, I think that there's more uh, problems than uh, than just the QB. I don't think, the, and I, I think they'll be sticking on Mac. Coming up on him, but we got to give him yeah. something to maximize. You know, yeah. we got to give yeah. him something. You know, Aguilar. We have spurts where our receivers look good. Aguilar looks all right. He loves Myers, but at the end of the day, on a good team, Myers is a is a number three. Um, Kendrick Bourne is like. Everyone around here is clamoring to see more of him, but either one, he don't want to block, or two, he's some—he's in the doghouse of someone. So I, I don't know why he isn't really necessarily on the field, but we brought him in because he's a good blocker. So something's up there. 
It's just, and then where's where's Hunter Henry? Where's Smith? Oh, come on. Uh, where, where are these guys? They your million, your million, million dollar tight ends are combined yeah. for five catches, 33 yards. Uh, and, I, and I don't think their blocking was that devastating to uh, no. to make up for that. I, 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 I hate to – I always break the – the cowboy and the seniors uh, chops about it, but that was uh, that that was where Bill uh, kind of lost his way as a as an executive. So with those yeah. uh, putting all that money into that tight end uh, position. The other thing, we're, but, still, uh, we're drafting uh, quarterbacks here, and then like in a non-fantasy world, or we're ranking them or whatever. You know, Mac is still in the middle of the pack, low twenties as guys that we take. Uh, but I don't know, man. Like, what is not- uh? What are your chances of uh, Brian Hoyer pulling out the upset in Lane? Like he can give us a good quarter. Big four o'clock game. <laughs> he, he can give us a decent quarter, but uh, <laughs> oh, they're gonna adjust to his nonsense. Like he'll be good out of the red zones. You know, he he can move the ball. He's smart enough to give what he what the, whatever Green Bay's gonna give us. Green Bay's a good defense, but whatever they give us, he'll take it. But when the field shrinks, he stinks. If that makes sense to you, that's how that's how we kind of digest the quarterbacks in the high school rank once the field shrinks these kids stink so that's how uh, you know that's how we kind of attack them in a, in a, in a way but um the, the same goes uh for the for the pets it, it's amazing how a week it all it all comes down but uh, it, it looks like uh the afc east uh just like the nfc it looks like a split division two and two it's uh, uh bills and dolphins are gonna be up there and uh, Pats and Jets can be fighting it out for third or fourth. Uh, it looks like, especially you know, with this injury, uh, that that kind of derails the season there for the next few weeks. What? Let's take a look at the uh, after the the Packers. Uh, what's on the horizon for the uh, Patriots? Let's take a look. Uh, you got uh, it's, Detroit, it's Cleveland, Chicago, and Jets. So you got got some uh, winnable games, which is so it's unfortunate because uh, you you know with Mac, you, you figure that's a you know, maybe two and two with uh, three and one there. So, well, the Lions are gonna kick our ass. They're electric on offense. You know, they got playmakers everywhere. Ah, uh, the Lions are gonna come in at, at one o'clock in New England, and uh, they gotta uh, what, they gotta, what? What do you think? Patricia's gonna go in there and scheme them. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta uh, want to kick that dude's dick in. Uh, so not, uh, not a lot of optimists. And then you got uh, Timmy Slomka's uh, Chicago Bears uh, we'll, we'll be coming able to, to town the thing. They st- on, they on Oh, no, no, don't say that. Man. They're, they can't they're run going, the ball. They they're going up against the G-men this week. What I did like was, was Fields, even after the victory, Fields admitted that that he was uh, tough. So I look for him to, to bounce back. Uh, I, I love when players uh, own up to their, uh, to their stuff and, and don't yeah, make excuses. He's got a JV arm, that guy, Josh Fields. Yeah, I like his I like his attitude at least. Uh, oh, he's got a varsity attitude, JV arm. <laughs> uh, so right, not, so not, not much optimism for the home teams, <laughs> in other words. We'll say Mac is out all of October, five games. We steal two. We go two and three. We're still fucking three and five at the end of the day yeah, and and bills and dolphins aren't gonna be losing that much so yeah that's that that's why i, I hate to say it but it's uh the split division uh both 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 uh easts yeah that's his thing i i like i said i i don't want to be seven and eight or seven and ten eight and nine nine and eight i want to i'd rather be three and fifth three and thirteen three and fourteen whatever it is you know give me a top five pick Give me that edge rusher. Give me that electric wide receiver. Just give me that quarter stone right left tackle. Give me, give me something we can 
you know, give me something we can build off of on, on a, you know, within our offense. But, you know, Bill, he'll have the fifth pick and he'll trade it for two nickels at a dime. <laughs> that doesn't always work out like that. No, it doesn't. You got a blue chipper, you're going to take him, buddy. You see the but, yeah. top 10. The top ten pick, Evan Neal, was uh, was turnstiled last night, and the and the, the lower round uh, first rounder, who was who was a backup Smith for the Cowboys, he kept his his quarterback clean. So, it, the things don't don't always work out. That you know, so called tanking, uh, I'm I'm not a fan of because if, if you're shrewd, you can make a pick no matter where, uh, no matter where you're on the first round, you could get a you get solid guys. Uh, you know, look at guys like Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, uh, you know, all the great receivers. None of them were taken in the first rounds. Yeah, but are we chip? Yeah, those. Those Dallas running backs help a lot within that within that scheme of pass pro. Saquon ain't going in there and blocking away. He wants yeah, to... and he, even Breida was uh, yeah. So Dallas, Dallas is uh, O line kind of gets gets pumped up a little bit more, but I wouldn't. You know, that's just a scheme thing, Johnny. In a way. All right. Yeah. That's a, I'll I'm, not a, I'm not a dog guy his first year, but because uh, yeah. because I, I have Barry Thomas after his first year. Now he's he's turning out all right. So. We'll I see. But let, let's get off the uh, depression. Yeah, please. Man. Let's get off. The, well, depression. Like we want to talk depression. Let's go look back at the Browns and Steelers over here, Johnny. We get Thursday <laughs> game. We were heavy on the. We were on Johnny Vegas's corner here. We were like, "Hey, give me the Steelers in the under, Johnny." We had the number at ten and a half, under forty-four and a half, and a little simple two hundred dollar tease. Yeah, whatever. But hey, did you know that fucking Mitch Trubisky little dump off, play around, schoolyard bullshit cost you money? Let's ease up on a bad fucking weekend, buddy. Let's ease up on the gambling. I, I, if if uh, I was gonna put some scratch, I, I would put it more on the Browns than the uh, than the under, and uh, and they definitely uh they definitely came through with a dominating performance. Uh, Cleveland, uh, that that was a that was a, a huge uh, a scheduling break for them after that uh after that devastating uh gi- you know gift that they gave the Jets uh, Sunday to just to get it out of the way and to come right back and yeah. and get a Thursday. And especially, it looks like uh, Stefanski's got in uh, in Tomlin's playbook that that he's got his his number. Uh, go, 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 if you go back to that play play, uh, go back to that playoff game where, where they smoked him uh, early. So that, that that's a good look for Stefanski. Uh, that that's gonna that that's gonna be good on him to you know to have a long career in Cleveland. You could beat Pittsburgh like like he has. He's he's been dominating them his past few games. So. That that's a great look for him, and and also you know you should be optimism if you're if you're the Brown if you're the Browns because Brissett's been uh, on point. Uh, I mean the one loss wasn't even he had a great game in the one loss. They should be you know, obviously they should be three and zero, and it's not on him. People are dogging him saying oh they're you know with the ten games are they'll be lucky to go four and six, and so they're gonna do a lot better than that. And he keeps playing you know managing the game and no turnovers, and he's he's definitely making some plays. And and with their running game, uh, he, he's gonna have a lot, lots of opportunities because the way Chubb and Hunt are, uh, are running, a lot of optimism for if you're a Browns fan. Yeah, uh, Brissett's done a great job of really massaging his way through this uh, easy schedule. <laughs> so uh, people expect that from me, Ryan. Uh, I, I'm, I'm holding them. I'm holding off to week 11 for the. Uh... <laughs> I went to the well too early on that one. All right, my bad. <laughs> the fans well, a good coach, dude. Yeah, when you, it should be a happy ending for the Browns season. <laughs> <laughs> too easy. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, Stavance is a good coach. They got a good defensive line. They can run the ball and they can tackle really well. And they can cover. 
So, you know, they get that's a, that's a recipe for a good success. You know, once you, you know, no massage, pile of jokes. But at the end of the year, if that guy, he hasn't played ball in two years, but if he's still a top tier quarterback, they're going to be chucking in the playoffs because they can get down fucking hill. And when the weather gets cold, they're not going to be scared to get down hill even harder. All right, Johnny. Next game we got here is the Colts and the Chiefs. One o'clock. Uh, this kind of was, you think, you look at these two teams, you think explosion, you think, uh, you know, you think of a lot of points, you, th- you think of up-tempo, you think of good coaching, you think of good quarterback play, good line play, and it, it was it was a little bit of mix of that with a little bit of mix of the complete opposite. Um, ah, you got you got Mahomes and Dayball fighting at the end of the half. Yeah, that's that's kind of nothing. Let's just be a little more aggressive versus, of, all right, we got this. This is a bad team. Let's not take any risks. But that you know, does that spill out? Does that spill into the half, which takes away the game planning, which kind of just just Mahomes in a you know a douchebag mood. He's not a douchebag guy. He seems like a great guy, but is it just kind of like yeah, this is a little different without my guy out here running around making everything easy on me, you know, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster and Marcel Scanley, whatever the MSV. They're just they're not as you know they're not as dynamic as my guy, so it's a little more frustrating. The guys, you know, Baltimore was getting after. I mean, the Indianapolis was getting after him up front. A little frustrating. Blanket and Kelsey, uh, they didn't really run the ball that much, so it was kind of a little frustrating. And uh, your boy Mahomes isn't you really used to that. And then on the other side of the ball, what was it six times the Colts were sacked or Ryan was sacked? So that's a big meaty up front offensive line that they got, but they don't. You know, what are we doing? You know, yeah, the Chiefs can get after it, but six times is a lot. And where's Jonathan Taylor? Is he on a milk carton or something? You know, he has some bursts, but he ain't that, you know, quote unquote stud that you think you're getting in fantasy. So at the end of the day, what was this, 13 with a three point game, 17, 14 or something like that. So 2017, yeah. Excuse me, that was the halftime line. So 2017, but then again, not much after that. So I don't know, Damato, what did you think of this game? I thought it was kind of disappointing, but pretty decent down the stretch decent his thing this is a good game but it's just not what you were expecting yeah you you had mentioned it and uh it'll come it'll it'll come uh, we'll speak about it in another game uh coming up but uh it, it seems like andy reed just uh you know forgets to run the ball after a while i mean Mahomes is so great he just has him chucking it all the time but they, they at least got to mix in a, a couple more runs but uh, yeah, the 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 Colts uh, one of the, supposedly one of the best offensive lines. This is the second week in a row. Ryan was running for his life, uh, you know, you know, with the five. Uh, he ain't shots. running anywhere either. Well, yeah, he's uh, trying to scramble for his life, but uh, he he did pull it out and uh, pulled it out of his ass. Yeah. Yeah. The, he he made a, a couple great plays uh, at the end. It it took Ryan. Anyway, Thirty it, seconds left. Yeah, it took Ryan a couple. Uh, Couple of games to get to get acclimated with with the new team, but uh, I think the uh, the the Colts are gonna be a lot better than uh, what they've shown, and uh, this this was a big win for them to uh, to to get in a win column versus the Chiefs. And you know, like I said, I, I called you know not to do the pat on the back, but I picked this one because you know the Chiefs are gonna go 13 or four. They're not gonna win every game, and this is just just one of them on the schedule. But the, the, these guys. Uh, 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 with them, and you know, with Buffalo, which we'll get to later, it's it, it's like come on, you gotta. You know, I guess these little blow-ups, the cameras are everywhere. They they happen all the time, but you got to you got to be able to handle. You know, you're not going to win every. You're not going to go 17-0 and win every game. You got to handle a little adversity. Uh, 
these guys getting in their in their coaches' faces. It's you know, a, little, a little a little early for the, for that frustration. Yeah, not bad. Um, don't forget last year. What was it? November, December is when the Colts really went on that long, awesome run, and the offense really really ramped up. And that's with Carson Wentz, who was a joke. So um, you know, I think I think the Blues and the Colts are here now, but you know, I think they're gonna be totally fine down the stretch, and that's probably a good. That's probably the team. Them and the Jacksonville are the team in that division to probably look out for. All right, this is a pretty good game right here. Uh, Bills versus Dolphins. Uh, what do you think of this one, Johnny? Ah, pretty good. The the uh, the, the the same thing with the, the Chiefs. Buffalo just abandoned uh, their running game. And, uh, yeah. And and, and an- another one. I'm sure people where people who expected uh, maybe a little more scoring, but uh, uh, twenty one to nineteen. And of course, you know, the, it was good for the the Dolphins that they overcame the. Uh, the uh, the over uh, played highlight of the game the uh, the butt punt or you know, whatever which could have been you know could it would have been a lot more embarrassing if they if they they had lost but but when it happened you figured oh my god what a, what a devastating play and all Buffalo needs is a field goal so you you got to give the uh, the Dolphins defense credit to to hold them down uh, Dolphins and, are good man yeah even though even though, yeah, even though it was a little, uh, you know, McKenzie probably, you know, should have went down. He, was, he got caught in between trying to trying to make it to the sideline, and uh, you know, a few valuable seconds, uh, which you know, which cost him that last field goal. But uh, definitely, the Dolphins' uh, defense uh, uh, stepped up to to only keep Buffalo to, to 19 points. That's a uh, kudos for them. Uh, I mean, Allen had uh, twice as many yards as as Tua. But the, uh, the you know the, the W went to the Dolphins and uh, but this game I, I I mean both teams especially as we get into the, the colder weather they can't just have well well it's the Dolphins it's more they hardly had the ball but they only ran like a, you know 15 16 times the same thing with with, with the Bills not too much uh, run in this game as the weather uh, starts to turn a little you gotta you gotta be able to run the ball a little better you can't just you know especially with Allen you know 60 times and. Uh, and, and and eight rushes, so that's that's uh, seventy plays. Uh, I I know I know he's huge and uh, you know he's in great shape, but you, you you're just putting him out there. You're just asking for trouble. Uh, that uh, you know one hit and you, you know, your season can go like that, and and to put him out there seventy times, that's a, that's rolling the dice. So, but we'll see. Uh, Buffalo bounce back, and uh, you know these two the the, the rematch is going to be uh, you know one of the games of the year. Later on, when they get out of the game, yeah, you like you said, it's a hundred degrees in Miami. Throw like at the end of this game, and it was a hundred degrees for the whole game. So these guys are fatigued. These guys are not used to that weather. And don't forget, Baltimore. What Buffalo had five guys on defense that were injured. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's a huge red flag right there. But hey, Miami's good. They took advantage of it defensively. They they got their shit together. They run to the ball. They play fast. And then on offense. You know, with those receivers, two has just got that cooking. So, I don't know. It should be – Miami's here for real. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. The coach is a fucking weirdo, but in a good way. So, <laughs> yeah. He's got, got an offense. He's got a scientist offense rolling. But, uh, yeah. yeah, December 18th is, is the rematch. It's a Sunday. It'll probably be a, a, a big Sunday night game for the uh, – yeah, they'll probably make some something that oh, can probably probably, probably decide the division. Yeah, like I said, it may be a little snowy uh, weather game, so that that'll be good. We get to that, but it, it, it's uh, two two solid teams that uh, you know, two contending teams that 
most likely we'll, we'll be in a playoff. So we'll, we'll see a lot more of these teams. Yep. All right, next year we got the Packers and the Bucks. This game sucked, John. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. You, you, you got the mentality. You got the fantasy mentality like the Cowboys. Oh, Don't you appreciate just... a good defensive struggle? As a coach, you, you should appreciate both sides of the uh, of the ball. Uh, you know, you should appreciate good, solid, solid defense. It's, it's not all about, you know, these college games where it's 62-61. Come on, I, I expect more of you. All right, well, yeah, but one, I'm being a cunt. Or, excuse me. <laughs> uh, two, I was, you know, a, I'm a quarterback coach, and then I'm, you know, I'm a fake linebacker coach on defense. It's like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I know, I, I understand football, run plugs, and let's just work through it, but I'm way more energetic on on the offensive side of the ball. And my middle linebackers, they don't struggle from it, but they're one of the better players on our team, and I just kind of get them organized, and we run through our you know our gaps, and we just, let's just say I'm an offensive coach. So I, I appreciate a good defense. I know what I'm looking at with the defense, but I am more energetic for the off, offensive side of the ball. But yeah, but here's the thing. This is why this game sucked because you have two Hall of Famers, you have two top five quarterbacks of all time. You got Tom Brady and you got Aaron Rodgers, and the over/under is 42 points. So you're expected to have a boring game. But to have a boring game, and let's just have we can have you know nice offensive plays and have better defense. This was with two all-time quarterbacks, ugly offense and better defense. So the defense showed up. It's just the offense wasn't there. Green Bay was doing fun stuff, but Tampa Bay was bending and not breaking. And then they just kept, you know, Green Bay couldn't really come over the hump and blow them out. And then Brady just total two 2019 vibes where he's an asshole and he's fucking chewing everyone out or he, and he's throwing a Cole Beasley who was at a Trump rally last weekend. So I'm not really sure what's, what's going on there in Tampa Bay. They're banged up. They got their boy out for the week. Cause he, you know, he was on he was on site with uh what's the the Lattimore. He was on site with Lattimore and jumped him or whatever. So, you know, they gotta control their emotions, they gotta get shit together, and they got they got got Goodwin, they got fucking all their dudes are out right now. So it's frustrating for Brady. I would like a little more leadership and uh, like lead by example instead of lead by like motherfucking, but hey, that's Tom Brady and I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell Tom Brady how to act. That guy got six Super Bowl and he brought me a lot of joy. But you know, you're 45 with a new nose job and a new chin line. Let's change that attitude a little bit and get with that team with that, you know, on track, you know? Wow. <laughs> oh, buddy. I was just like you were on site with the Giants. I was on site with Tampa in this game because this game kind of set me off. It was just a little bit. of It was dull. It was boring. You know, Dude. it was boring. It was just disappointing. You know, like I said, two top five guys of all times. And that's what we got. Like, like, come on, what are we doing, Brady? We get a fall fucking start on a, on a, on a second, on a going for two to tie up the game. Now we're out from eight yards instead of from three when we give it to Lenny on a, when the lane was wide the fuck open. He's going to walk in the end zone. So it's very frustrating there, too. It's like, Tom Brady, you got to be better than that. That's on you, bro. Uh, uh, do you do you give it to the uh, the defenses uh, on both sides credit, or is it, uh, you know, especially with the Bucks, their, uh, their lack of receivers, which uh, – you know, the fourth Brady, Brady hardly, uh, you know, threw, threw any uh, passes downfield, uh, you know, all check downs. The no, biggest the pass is 25 yards to Darden, uh, you know, the, the, at least at least uh, Green Bay. But at least what I saw that Rodgers was at least trying to trying to throw it downfield more. He, he had the big, uh, you know, he had the big play to Cobb, uh, Lazardi. He, he hit one for for 26 yards. You know, he was at least, you know, you know trying downfield. But Brady's was all uh, checks down. 
Yeah, well, the Bucks are very good up front, but they were getting after Rodgers, but Rodgers can still explore it, uh, get rid of it. But the Green Bay is very good in the secondary. They know what they're doing. They got their shit together. They umbrella everything. They keep everything in front of you. And Tom knew that, but he's not really working with much. As he, Like I said, he's throwing a Cole Beasley. He's throwing a Cameron Bray. And, the, you know, these are just not going to get it done there. But, you know, you figured that Tom Brady would have a little bit more in him to get more shit going. And, you know, why aren't they trying to get down the you know, run the fucking ball there a little bit more, too? You know, set up the play action where Brady's good, but they couldn't really do it. Like, what were you yeah, saying? That was, yeah, the, the, just, just like with the uh, the Bills and the, and the Chiefs. It was uh, mind-blowing how they uh, how, how they just gave, gave up on the run game. Uh, you know, Fournette only 12 carries. And uh, it, it wasn't like they were getting blown. The game was within one score the whole game. So they just... Yeah, they abandoned the run game too. Uh, that that was that was puzzling. That That's was puzzling also. And the Bears ran it down their throat the week before Green Bay. Right, right. So it's just like, come on, what are we doing there? That's more of a, yeah, kudos to the defense, but just more frustration coming out on that uh, from, you know, just from that stuff. Two top five quarterbacks, like I said, and that's kind of the performance we got out of them. Rodgers was pretty good though. Yeah, but I like the Packers' uh, defense. That's why. That's why they're my Super Bowl pick. Uh, you know, you know, all the, you know, Rogers and all his uh, drama and nonsense get gets all the attention. But uh, their their defense is is very solid. Uh, so I, I like how they played. All right. Speaking of attention, this game should get none. But here we are: 49ers 10, Broncos 11. This, <laughs> like, we can shit on defense, and we can shit on. You, you can get mad at me for shitting on the defense, and you could get mad on me and talk about sloppy play. This just. I shut this game off at halftime. I knew this was going to be a clusterfuck. It was 21 and a half points over in the second half. I put in the under and I went to fucking bed. This game was terrible, John. And it doesn't yeah. sound like it was any much better. Once again, once, once again, you're not giving uh, you know the defenses credit. Um, uh, the two solid defenses that the, the offenses uh, couldn't figure out. But uh, uh, with the 49ers... Uh, it it just shows that you know talent in all position. Once uh, Trent Williams went down, they, yep. they, they couldn't move the ball. They couldn't do anything after that. He, he's such a, he's such a key to their offense, and, and also it it it's like you know typical uh, Jimmy G. He gets he gets the job back, and uh, you know he he steps out of bounds, and then that that last interception he just threw it into horrific uh, triple coverage. Just uh, that's what you get with Jimmy G. The, the, the guy can win it for you, but he could also you know make plays like that. He, he Olaskied himself into the end zone and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he bailed uh, Hackett and Russell Wilson out because yeah because that crowd is already uh, you know you know that first game the Hackett didn't endear himself to his uh, his his hometown oh, they, they, they were they were booing doing the countdown and all that so there was a lot of pressure and uh, three games in they, that guy's feeling the heat already but 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 luckily for him hey he he made it through two and one and and the, the Chiefs lost two and one the, the Raiders are off to a rough start and it looks like the, the the charges uh are, are going to be in rough shape. So you know, how can they pull himself out of that uh, that disastrous first game? Yeah, he's probably coached to an 0 three record, but somehow he's two and one. If that makes any sense? <laughs> yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be uh, luckier than uh, than good. In this and game. he almost pulled out the uh, the Seattle game in week one, so he could be easily three and zero right now, when he really should be 0 three. <laughs> uh, yeah, blame it on the kicker for not. For not having that range from 60 to 65. Oh, gosh. That guy, he, he smacked it. You know, he hit a 55er in the second quarter. He hit a bomb, in the, a few bombs in the second half. I don't know. It just, they're a mess, dude. Like, but then again, they're they're at number one in the NFC West, AFC West. 
and they got the Raiders this week. Well, we'll get to a little bit, but the Raiders are two games back, but they win. They're right back in at 0 and 3. Yeah. And and also, uh, we don't have it up, but we'll we'll touch on it. Not, not the game itself, but just the, uh, the fate of the teams. Uh, And it was also a huge upset. Like nobody who had Jacksonville going, you know, going in to smoke, uh, the Chargers the way it went down. But but now now that the Chargers lose the game to lose uh you know Slater your left tackle for the year and, and, and to lose Boza out and and you see Herbert struggle and then yeah that that, that could be like, like a season ending uh, game for them and, and on the flip side I, I had uh I had said last week that you know Lawrence wasn't really impressive and uh, you know he shut me up because that was a it, lo- it looks like him and Peterson uh are gelling or right at the the third game and maybe it took a couple games for him him to get a roll in but he 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 played like a like a superstar like the, like the number one pick should play so maybe the, so the, there's a lot of optimism there. and the Jags uh, got a great defense this is two weeks in a row they uh, you know coming off the shutout of the Colts and, really good front uh, four yeah yeah and, and they held down uh, the Chargers so. So, so you know, that was interesting the way, uh, you know, two teams, uh, you know, you know, one team, not much expectations, you know, you know, actually real low expectations and one team, you know, maybe like a lot of Super Bowl picks and 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 how their fates changed after after one game. It's it's interesting, too, because the, the Jaguars are about a few fugazi plays away from being three and oh, for three and oh, right. the commanders. So that's uh that's interesting. They look like they're a ball of fire, really. You know what I mean? And they got their shit together. They got a lot of skill around them. You can shit on Kirk, but they got Kirk and Zay Jones going around. The contracts don't matter right there. And they haven't even got ETN going really yet. Then you've seen spurts with him and Robinson still get downhill and they seem to protect to protect Lawrence pretty well. So they got a recipe to, you know, to get going really. So in, in always Peterson and Philly always got better as the season went. He was always a step ahead above the DCs is kind of his MO. So, uh, you know, if I'm a Jaguars fan, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty optimistic. And that's a shitty division, too. So, again, double the optimism there. That's fun. The, and yeah, I'm gonna, they get an I'm elite front four. I'm going to keep an eye on that defense uh, to shut out the Colts and, and to keep the Chargers to 10. So, you know, cause I'm a big fan of good defense. So I'm going to be looking uh, to, to see if they continue that the defensive dominance. Oh, for sure, for sure. But, all right, John, let's just kind of jump into the look ahead here. All right? We got yes, – uh, all right, Thursday night football here. We got the Bengals and the Miami Dolphins. I believe this is going to be a color rush game. We got the Bengals in all white at home, and then whatever Fagazi uh, candy ass uniforms the, the Dolphins <laughs> are going to wear. You know what I mean? So this is going to be a, a uniform game, pretty eye appealing. But with the all white, if you're colorblind, uh, Matt Souza, sorry about that. So, uh, I don't know, John, who do you like here? I, Miami's kind of dinged up coming out of that hard-fought Buffalo game, and they, uh, the Cincinnati had a quite the get-right game against the against the Jets. So, uh, Cincinnati home on a short week is kind of the vibe I'm feeling here. Miami kind of stole the last two games, so they're kind of due for a little shit luck. So, I think I'm leaning Cincinnati here, but what are you thinking? Um, uh, who's going to be in the old way? Oh, Cincinnati, white helmets and everything. Yeah, that didn't work for the the Giants uh, last night. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I think Cincinnati uh, got their got their mojo back a little bit. Not that they they were in the, you know much danger, but you still don't want to you still want to start zero three. But uh, I I think since Cincinnati at home is uh, is gonna squeak by uh, and give the Dolphins their their first loss. Yeah, I think I it's just. 
you know, the, the goodwill of September and everything. It's just going to kind of run out on Miami a little bit here. And they're just kind of do. That's how it is. Don't forget, they're still a young team. And they're still an inexperienced head coach. Head coach first time on a short leash in a short week. Um, it should be interesting. I think it should be a good game. It should be an electric game and a lot of, a lot of, a lot, a lot of drama. So I think that's a, should be a good one. Hey, John, let's head to London for our next game here. We got the Minnesota Vikings and the Saints. Uh, 9.30 East Coast time. I personally yes. love these games. Me too. And this is a good one. These are two fun teams. I like Minnesota. Minnesota's kind of always been my NFC NFC team in a weird way. I, I don't mind Kurt. I like Jefferson. I like Cook. I uh, And I like the defense. You know, I always like Zimmer. Zimmer always kind of had him cooking. He struggled a little late. But they get a good front seven. They get yeah, secondary is a little suspect at time. But I don't know. I I kind of always had it in for Minnesota. And honestly, Minnesota always has the New Orleans' number in the playoffs. So I don't know. In London, I don't think it should be any different. I kind of like Minnesota to kind of take them off here. Jameis is ain't really so famous here. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? Ah, uh, listen. Uh, Case Keenum and uh, Diggs aren't on the Vikings anymore. <laughs> but uh. That was a that was a disconcerting loss. The uh, the Saints uh, lost to the Panthers. Uh, uh, Jameis uh, turning tur- turn the ball. Jameis turning the ball over again. And uh, although uh, you know when he gets it going, uh, Alave looks like a looks like a stud. So uh, yeah, he looked like he was at Ohio State again out there a little bit. You know. Yeah, so. but the. The defense a little disappointing, giving up a lot of yards on the ground. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't think Cook, Cook isn't playing, is he? Uh, he's questionable, but honestly, Matson ain't that bad. As he's a really good backup. They kind of interchangeable, in my opinion. Cook's electric, don't get me wrong, but Matson's just a tick under. Uh, these are these teams are about even. I'm gonna go with the Saints uh, to to bring them both to two and two. Ah, give me the all right. Give me the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Purple people leaders three and one versus one and three. I think we need to have a little gentleman's bet there. Yeah, I guess a special spot for, for the Saints. Our uh, one of our podcast brothers, uh, Steve Bennett, is a huge uh, Saints fan. So all right, you panned it to Steve Bennett. You panned it to fucking Slomp and the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> what is this John? this week's pen i have i have i have very few friends i could count them on one hand missing a few fingers so i have to i have to kiss all their asses <laughs> <laughs> uh who'd they ever beat you know come on all right johnny the next game we got here is the bills and the ravens johnny this wow. I, this is yeah exactly wow this could be the game of the year so far uh, both two and one, both kind, both lost to Miami actually. So that's that's interesting. And you know they have back to back tape on each other. So it's very really interesting. Where I know it's weird. We're in high school. Let's let's be real. It's, there's no comparison, but just to kind of look at it this way. In high school, when you when you get tape of, of of two teams, right, and then you those are your next two opponents, and it's just like hmm. Did Miami kind of, I mean, did the Bills kind of get a little bit ahead of looking at Miami while watching Baltimore? You know what I mean? So it's just like, you're very familiar with the two teams. What did Miami do against us? Then they could be like, all right, what was Miami successful against us and not in them? It's just a weird way of scouting is if you look at it from that aspect too. So it's interesting. Uh, 
I kind of like the Bills. I don't really see the Bills losing two in a row, honestly. I don't. Uh, this is a really good one o'clock game. We're kind of this is kind of should be a four o'clock game in my opinion. How about we uh, swap swap the pa- Patriots and Packers and put this at four o'clock? Let's 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 make that happen. But Baltimore's home and a three and a half point favorite. I can see that going up too as as the uh, injury report comes out and we see if uh, that B- Buffalo defense is banged up as it was in Miami. So I don't know, Johnny. This is these are two teams that are kind of very in towards the elite category buffalo definitely in that category do you think baltimore is as good yeah it, it looks like uh lamar is uh gonna be the uh, aaron judge of football uh in the betting on yourself uh category uh that took took a lot of balls for him to turn turn down that money and uh i mean he's gonna looks like he's gonna be cashing in on that and uh yeah, this is a man. This is like you said. Come on, man. I gotta watch Patriots and Packers. I gotta oh, watch Brian Hoyer at four twenty-five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's an easy. That's an easy swap, but uh, it's too late for that. But uh, uh, it, it's gonna be. This is only uh, Tuesday, so by the time the injury report comes out Friday, we'll we'll have a better see. But uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Buffalo too, uh, based on the uh, they're such a great team. I don't see them losing two in a row. No, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bills in, in a in a toss up where you know turnover here, crazy crazy bounce up a play here is gonna be the. Uh, going to be the difference and uh, the the bills are going to get their mojo back but uh i i do i do always like the ravens uh you know with, with lamar and uh I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh of of a uh, harbor not not a patriot uh, uh favorite uh, guy but uh I, i'm a fan of him and him, him, him as a coach he's he's always got his, his boys in there as contenders so no, they, they, they're, they're gonna be in there but this is gonna yeah this can be a great game yeah, it's could like I said, it could be an early contender for game of the year so far. That's what I put my money down. I think and it's just two two offenses that can just strike so goddamn quick. And, and it's just so they're never out of it, you know, even if it's late in the game and one's up a bunch. They're never, never out of it. So I don't know, that's definitely one I'm gonna get my popcorn ready for. All right, the other one here is Sunday night football. The Chiefs traveling all the way down to Tampa. You know, if it's a hurricane, who knows? Ah, uh, man. Spare me the weather reports, man. You know, I, I pray for the people there, but uh, yeah, all, all the speculation is is just is, is, is killing me. But hey, if it's a weather report, Tom, Tom Brady's face might melt with all that plastic surgery. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I don't well, think you'd be saying that. If it's, super, if it's super hot, like it, it might melt in Florida. So I, I don't I don't know, man. Uh, but I don't know. This should be, this should be a really good game. Uh, again, another home dog here as we look at it. Tampa chasing or giving up two points here, Johnny Vegas. But I don't know. I like again, just like Buffalo. Can you see both these teams? Can you see which one's going to lose two in a row? That's a tough spot coming in a loss in week three, and now they both got kind of close late losses here too. So I don't know, Johnny. Who are you like in this game? I think it's a tough one. I think the Chiefs are gonna gonna come through on the road. Uh, the the Bucks still uh, still uh, a lot of turmoil in their uh, receiver position. Uh, you know, guys going in and out. Uh, you know, they're still trying to to sign guys, uh, and uh, not 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 much chemistry there. Uh, Mike Evans is back though. Yeah, 
that's that's true. But uh, I, I, look, I look for the Chiefs to uh, bounce back. You know, the the, the tantrum game. Uh, you know, you know, Mahomes threw his tantrum. Uh, yeah, e- even uh, uh, Buffalo, the uh, the coordinator. I mean, come on, guys, it's a okay, seventeen game season. Yeah. Now, you know, guys got to handle losing a little better. But you know, I, I guess as a Giant fan, I know. You know, last ten years, uh, I know how to handle losses uh, better than these guys. But uh, yeah, this 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 gonna be another toss up, uh, turnover, one play here or there. I, I go with the Chiefs by a field goal. Yeah, don't forget, John. This is a Super Bowl rematch from two years ago too. So that's uh, it's right there too. And the key to that was the Chiefs lost, uh, you know, a couple, couple linemen before the guy. Yeah, for the game, and that was the that was the key to that. The, the Buck solid defense, uh, sure. But uh, I'll, I'll stick with the Chiefs uh, for, for revenge for that. Hey, John, this slate is looking pretty, pretty good. But it's going to be looking better Monday night. An NFC championship game rematch. The 49ers home favorite against the L.A. Rams. Why in the I understand that they're home. They're 2-1. and one, they're, they're probably more in dire straits than the 3-0 Rams. but Or, excuse me, the 2-1 and one Rams. I forgot Buffalo whipped that ass. Why, why are the 49ers favorite here? Is that weird to you? Not at all. Uh, it's uh, Shanahan's got the uh, mojo on McVay. Other than the well, the cha- uh, even though the championship game last year, if it wasn't for the Jaquaski pop tart uh, dropping one right in his uh, gullet there, uh, they they would have they would have beaten that too. But yeah, Shanahan's record over McVay very good. He kind of kind of owns him. The, much the way the uh, on the reverse way, McVay is uh, pretty much has Kingsbury's uh, playbook, and uh, the Rams always school the Cardinals. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Shanahan uh, over McVay. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G will bounce back. Uh, you know, w- one week not so good. Then ne- next week he's, he's usually good, even though against a tough Rams D. Uh, again, it's going to be another tight one. Another game, uh, you know, field goal decided. I'll go, I'll go with the Niners here. I don't know, man. I could just see Jimmy G seeing ghosts on Monday night and just throwing a <laughs> double and triple coverage. It's just, yep. <laughs> I don't know. That guy's cooked, dude. Jimmy G. Nah, come on. He, he he pulls it out when whenever you count them out. That that, that that's when he pulls through. Man. I don't know. He's one of those. He's one of those mercurial uh, types, man. It, it, it's tough, man. The quarterback is it's the most like important position in sports, and uh, you know you got Brady, Rogers, you you got the. You got the great ones, and then the, and then there's the guys that are you know some like the cousins guys that some days they could be great and win for you, and some days they're, they're the Jimmy worst uh, POSs in the world in the world. Yeah, Jimmy G ain't cousin. Jimmy G's like the bottom tier, like he's Flacco <laughs> level. You know, he got uh, one. Uh, that that you know uh, stepping out of bounds. Uh, okay, everybody you know hyped that one up, but that but that's just last pass. I mean, he, there, there was nothing. There, there was nothing but Broncos. Uh, I don't know what he was seeing when he threw that pass. There was, yeah, there was all Broncos. That's a little on Shanahan, too. you got to know you're on the one or two-yard line. You can't be calling a five-step drop. <laughs> what are we doing? You know? Yeah. Uh, I'll stick, stick with the Niners. I, I, I like how they play D. And, and uh, on the reverse, uh, Stafford hasn't, hasn't exactly been lighting it up. Uh, Nah, Stafford's hurt. So, you know, so we'll see Stafford. He, he's starting to ramp it up as the season go, get a little more healthy, get little stem cell treatments, whatever he's got doing on that shoulder. Let's get that thing ready. Uh, I think they're all right. But, hey, Johnny, this slate is looking a lot better than last week. Just real quick, we got Dolphins, Bengals, Vikings, Saints, and London. Uh, even the 
Yeah, the Bears and Giants get the fuck out of here. That's not a good game. Uh, Eagles Jaguars. That wasn't on our slate, and that's a really good game. Steelers Jets is interesting. They both suck, but it's interesting. Falcons Browns is, is an <laughs> awesome game. You know, I think the Falcons are super fun on offense, um, and and they're always in the they, with that offense. They're always in the game. Colts Titans. They both stink, but they're both they need it. The commies suck. Fuck them. The book, like, like we talked about, Bills, Ravens, awesome. Niners or Cardinals, Panthers, two teams going in, you know, really could be wild card teams if they get their shit together. Broncos, Raiders, Raiders are dire straits. Toilet Bowl, Patriots versus Packers, get out of here. And then the, till the Monday night and the Sunday night, Chiefs, Pat, Bucks, and then Rams, Niners. Johnny, I think we got a hell of a slate on us on our hands here. Yeah, that's right. I uh, I slept on that uh, Jags Eagles. Uh, I, I think the Jags will. Uh, well, that's a that's a tough idea. The Jags will come back to earth going to Philly, but you never know the way that the Jags defense is playing. So yeah, that's a uh, that's one I didn't have marked off, but uh, that kind of slid under the radar. But uh, I, I'll I'll look for the Eagles to to get by them. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, one, I, an upset won't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, but Johnny, you know we have a rule here: sixty minute man. I think it's all right to go a little home as, you know, as my wife says once in a while, you know, you can go home now, you know? So, uh, okay. I, I have to, before we, before we go though, you're, you are, you are the host of another uh, great podcast on the network. Uh, so uh, tell us about that. And, and also, I don't know how you found, uh, two such fine gentlemen, uh, you know, a degenerate like yourself, uh, but that's what it is. You find guys to make you look better. That's why, I, you know, that's why I found you and, uh, and, uh, you know, on your other podcast, you have uh, two fine gentlemen that carry you along. Yeah. And, well, John, you might not hear us on this week in the NFL next week, but you will hear us with your you and I together with my two degenerate friends, Rocco and Rossi, as we, <laughs> you are joining us on next episode of the Clotheslines and Headlines 2.0, where we go over the week or the bi-week, bi-weekly WWE TV. We hit a little indie wrestling at the end. And then we have a little rambling from Rocco, and I always have a gimmick of the week where we talk about, you know, we go a little longer than 60 minutes, but we don't go much longer than two. So, uh, you know, it's a fun listen if you're into modern WWE. And uh, I know that we got a special guest coming up on the next episode. Happen to be you, old man. Uh, yes, only because I'll be uh, in attendance at the uh, big Extreme Rules preview, and uh, I'm, I'm a world traveler, uh, so uh, you, you need that live correspondent, and, and me and the Cowboy will be uh, representing at Extreme Rules, so we'll give you a preview of that. Looking well, forward to that. I'm looking forward to it, too. So you mean to tell me the Cowboy is finally going to get off abroad and then come back to this podcast and then head to Philly the weekend after with you? Uh, it's just it's it's just a one-night stand. Uh, on nightstand. Well, you're used to that, you know. So, you know, you brought me on two dates. I got two dinners out of you. I'm not sure if I'm gonna, you know. We'll see if I'll call you back. If you call me, see if I answer. You know, we'll see where we're at. You know, the first date was great. The second one, eh, not so great, John. Uh, Ryan, uh, thanks for doing this. And uh, for for last words, uh, you uh, you refer to our format a lot. So uh, I'll leave you on this. Uh, format these nuts. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey. Tomato, thank you for having me. It was a blast. And you never know, I could be back on this week in the NFL. You definitely will. Uh, Cowboy is a very uh, busy man. Uh, he's, he's a very important man. The opposite of me. So. Cowboys. I mean, I'm going to need you again. going to need you again. All right, cool. Uh, well, if you, uh, if, you, uh, if you like the sound of what you're hearing here, check out Clotheslines and Headlines 2.0.
But for now, tomorrow, I'll catch you later, buddy. Peace, my dude.